Leia. Yeah. What are you doing? Playing with my pop fidget. Leia, why are you playing with your pop fidget when we're trying to record our podcast? Because it helps with my anxiety. I'll give you anxiety. Put it down so we can record. (laughs) I'm Lamont, and I enjoy Animal Crossings. And I'm Leia. I'm too busy to play now. (laughs) And And you're you're tuning into... The, the Lamont, Lamont and Leia podcast. podcast. Hey, Leia, do you remember episode 24 when you brought up the topic of growing up, getting older versus maturity? Yes, I actually still think about it. <laughs> I feel like this is kind of like a continuation of that. Like, we're going to kind of like get a little bit back into that. Maybe not those exact ideas, but maybe it might help us explain like what's going on because today we're going to talk about play and rest and the importance of incorporating them in our lives okay all right all right let's get into it okay let's do this so in that episode leia you talked about a common teacher slash principal that we had in common and you noticed that she never had fun Mm -hmm. really you noticed that she never played right what is it about adults and the lack of play? What causes them to change? What changes for them from like childhood? Um, well, I think just like I said, I'm always busy now. But um, yeah, I think it's just like, you know, life, work. If you have kids, you don't have time. Like, I mean, I assume people play with their kids. Like, right. But that doesn't mean they're necessarily enjoying it. They're just doing it because they have to entertain their children. Um, but I feel like, you know, just our responsibilities that we have as adults might get in the way. Um, but, like, it's it's interesting. I think it was the same episode where I was talking about the difference um, that uh, millennials and, like, are any of the Gen Z's adults yet? I think a few of them oh are. Eight, I think a few of them are like eighteen, nineteen. Um, the difference with that, with our demographics, is like we value things that older generations perceive as like childish and play. For example, um, like video games and stuff are fine now. Whereas you know, I remember my parents talking about like oh my older son he all he does is play video games and now it's just like oh yeah i'm gonna go play video games after work (laughs) right and like it's not a big deal or like what like as an adult um yeah i remember like adults really looking down on like other people who did play video games all Mm -hmm. the time or that was like that was where a lot of their time was Mm -hmm. they were concerned about it it was like something very concerning or like D &D players 
Like, I remember people who played D&D, like, adults getting a lot of, like, flack from Mm -hmm. older folks going, like, I don't know why you spend your time doing that. (laughs) So, um, once a week, I play Magic with a group of friends on Magic the Gathering. And Magic. D&D and Magic, yeah. Every week. D&D is a fun game. I've played it before. Every day after work, I play Animal Crossings. Like, it's my de-stressor. I'll go Mm -hmm. on to my... Um, we switch and shake trees, sell the wood, earn some money, expand my house. That's awesome. I wish I could do that. I'm more of like a marathon gamer. So like when I sit down, I'm there eight, 12 hours. So there's no leisurely playing after work for me. (laughs) Anyway. So as an adult... How would we define play? Like, how do we define play for adults or ourselves? Hmm. What is play? Well, I think to answer that question, we kind of have to, like, see the differences between, like, when you're a kid and you're playing. Like, what do they do? They run around, they play pretend, they go to the park, they, I don't know, play Nerf guns. (laughs) What do kids do nowadays? (laughs) Yeah. Um, cause trouble. <laughs> no, they don't cause trouble. Some of them do. But like... Have you met my brother? <laughs> Adam? <laughs> Any Adam? of them? <laughs> I, I, I've heard, like, so, like, when you were over in California and Adam was playing outside with his friends, you were telling me some of the concerns you had about his friends. But, like, other than that, Adam was being a child. Like, he yeah, should. Like, he was going outside, riding his bike, barefooted. We don't know why he was barefooted. We told him to put on <laughs> shoes. We were worried about his safety. Right? Um, but I remember being barefooted a lot as a child. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. But, yeah, so that's, like, a kid's version of play. But, honestly, I think it's, like, the same for adults. Like, maybe we don't go to the park and play on the jungle gym. But, like, some of us do. Um, But, you know, like, we still go outside. We go hiking now. Like, we go to the park and have a picnic instead of running around. Or we go ride our bike with our friends. Um, I mean, I know a lot of adults who play Nerf guns, so... (laughs) yeah i had an ex who loved nerf guns Mm -hmm. and like he used to love shooting his cousins or like that when they came over or whatever it was like Mm -hmm. it was their thing and he was an adult yeah because i wasn't dating a child (laughs) that would be not okay um so let's define play i guess so play in and of itself according to google is engaging activities for enjoyment and recreation rather than a serious or practical purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's pretty much what I said. Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> um, that's a, you have some really great examples. I think that was just, the definition. Yeah, I think just as an adult, as an adult, grammar, as an adult, uh, play looks different for us. Like, we're not running around getting, like, sweaty and, like, drink oh my god those tiktoks where the like kids come in and drinking and they're just like <laughs> oh yeah, yeah i hate that it's disgusting anyway um <laughs> but like play doesn't look like that for us but we're like doing the same thing we're going out we're enjoying ourselves we're spending time with friends ideally 
Well, maybe not in the last year and a half, but yeah, I digress. Um, but I don't think it's changed much. I think it's just more like, like as a kid, when I would play, it would be for hours and I wouldn't worry about anything. Whereas an adult, when I, I like plan out when I'm going to go do stuff, I'm like, okay, this weekend we're going hiking. We'll leave at 12. I got to get home by five. I have work the next day, et cetera, et cetera. So I think just like the main difference is that we have to snap back to reality. (laughs) Whereas kids are fortunate enough to just play until the streetlights go on. I think what changes is, I think you said it early on, is our responsibility and how we interpret interpret that responsibility, mm-hmm. right? Um, and our responsibility makes us busy, and we kind of like, oh, I'm so busy. Like, when we're talking to our friends, like, I don't have time for anything. It's like a status, almost, like, mm. a high status. Like, I'm busy, I'm in grad school, I'm doing all this reading, all this writing of papers, I'm working, I'm busy at work, driving here, driving there, getting meeting all my deadlines. Like, and, like, to us, it's, like, this prideful, like, I, I'm, I'm too cool for it, almost. For some adults. Yeah. Um, again, I definitely incorporate play as stated earlier mm-hmm. into my like week and I feel like it's important for me to like maintain a healthy balance yeah but I think um it gets in the way for a lot of adults when we they're just like too busy yeah. or stuff and digress a little bit I have this theory where like adults kill like kids like joy and what i mean by that is like kids run everywhere right (laughs) they run everywhere stop running don't run in church don't run in the house don't run stop running why are you running even like if they're running to class like don't run right and so like i do not like running now and like even if i'm running late to class i'm probably not going to run to class but like as a kid i would totally have ran to class if i was going to be late right yeah like so i feel like Adults kind of, like, <laughs> are always telling us not to, like, take those actions that are natural or normal to us. Yeah. And it kind of blocks us. And I'm trying to think of, like, other, like, examples of, of that that come into our adulthood and then that we re-create or we, we, we do. I, I have a personal one. I don't know if this is, like the same across the board but for me my mom was a very proper person um and she grew up in a time where manners and stuff were like still taught in school (laughs) so when i was a kid of course as a kid i would get all messy when i was eating i'd eat with my hands i'd chew with my mouth open you know i'd just like enjoy my food and i'd get in a lot of trouble (laughs) like a lot to the point where i actually absolutely hate meeting people for the first time in a food situation which sucks because i like food (laughs) um but i can like if i'm meeting someone new and we're like going out to lunch i won't eat or i'll get something small because i'm just so like okay 
the only way to like manage myself in this setting is to like either not eat or eat really slowly or like you know not be myself and then I'm worried the whole entire time that I'm embarrassing myself so I don't know if like other people experience that let us know in the comments if you do um but I think that's around like the same thing like all right so like I actually wanted to bring something up with you and you can cut this out <laughs> if you need to but I remember like being in church and um if there was like noodles being served you would you you like you kind of exploded on me because I think you were a little bit irritated, but like you're like, I hate the way you eat noodles. <laughs> and again, I think that was per perpetrated on you by your mom. Like slurping noodles isn't allowed. Where in Japan, I think if you don't slurp noodles, you're being rude. Bro, I vaguely right. remember this. Like I and remember so, like, this a little I was, bit. <laughs> I was a little self-conscious. Like, how do I eat around Leia? Like, I, I want her to sit next to me, but like I don't want to gross her out and like her be mad at me. I'm sorry. <laughs> but on the real though, I just hate chewing. I think it's absolutely disgusting. I have to have Adam sit on the opposite side of the table of me or else I'm going to reach over and stab him with my fork. I can't do it. It makes me angry. <laughs> okay, because Adam's a loud chewer. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh disgusting patrick is not allowed to eat chips in front of me okay if he's eating chips he's got to go in the other room he's gotta like sit on the other side of the table i have to be listening to music i can't handle it that crunch uh <clears throat> well last time you were in california i think we all did really good at sushi like i wasn't worried about it was eating. loud Okay. <laughs> it was loud although i really was um nervous eating in front of her husband oh. our friend's husband uh like i'd only met him like how many times have i met him like only that was twice my first time. yeah it was oh. your first time but it was only like my second or third time i was so nervous eating in front of him oh my god but you were there patrick was there my friend was there so i was like okay just chill it it's sushi you're fine <laughs> so I, I think we're gonna like we i think food scheduled somewhere we're definitely gonna have to like yeah. revisit this have, like, but let's get back on episode. yeah 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 <laughs> let's get back on topic of play and rest yeah right all right so i guess what should be the next question let me see so um what about rest how would we define it Hmm. for ourselves um for me it's anything that will shut off the constant reminder that i should be doing something which is a whole other subject in itself that we've been ingrained to think like oh i'm supposed to be doing something all the time that's a completely different subject but anything that can shut that off is restful to me which unfortunately most of the stuff that does that for me is not restful it's working out it's doing something intensive just something that's just like click and my mind can rest <laughs> i i agree with you on all of it actually so when you say like working out um when i go work out i tune into a movie but also i also turn in a movie to like turn my brain off on other things like if i just want to like relax mm -hmm. 
um, I go to a movie or I listen to something or I watch something because then I'm not thinking, I'm paying attention to what's going on. Well, my thoughts are different. It's not yeah, yeah, like yeah. a constant like bombarding of mm -hmm. like exactly. this things you have to do or take care of or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it is a different, like that is kind of restful now that you mentioned, I don't think I've ever put it in terms like that for myself. Mm -hmm. It's like, and then you also have physical rest sleeping just sitting down and just relaxing um but i think that's like a given like that's what most people who are functioning um do anyway you know like i try my hardest to get enough sleep i've actually been going to bed like at a decent time recently the last few weeks i'm proud of myself i'm proud of you too <laughs> um sleep sleep is so important it's really mm -hmm. a part of health and getting enough rest is important and some people don't sleep well mm -hmm. you know um like i think i have no trouble going to sleep and people are jealous of that but i'm not sure if i sleep well through the night because i've been like i snore one and so like also i guess my breathing is not like the best, mm -hmm. like while I sleep, so. Yeah, so I think it's like two sides to rest, physical and mental. And then yeah. for some some people, spiritual rest is also like, it's, it's part of it and can play on either side, you know? Cause I know um, my mom, her day of rest was when she got to go to church and just like, fellowship with people and you know think about good things and whatnot so for some people that also plays into it yeah so i have here on google rest <laughs> cease work or movement in order to relax refresh mm -hmm. oneself or recover strength um being placed or supported as so as to stay in a special position Mm-hmm. And those are verbs. So the nouns are an ins an instance or a period of relaxing or ceasing to engage in strenuous or stressful activities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's really focusing on like the physical aspect of it. But for some people, they need something to shut off the constant brain... <laughs> <laughs> talkingness <laughs> the, the inside voice mm -hmm. right? you know i went on a um i went on a trip with patrick and his family and uh on this trip we do kind of like a trail you're supposed to run but i was like i'm walking um and the last time we went it was maybe like two and a half three miles and so this time, I was like, cool, yeah, I'm going to do it again. I'll participate. Bro, it was almost six miles. <laughs> but even though I was so physically exhausted afterwards, my brain felt so good. Because it just shut off the whole six-mile trail. All I did was concentrate on, like, where my foot was. Because we were walking over lava fields. So I was like, kind of have to pay attention yeah. <laughs> where I'm know falling and you know i'm just looking at my surroundings i'm enjoying spending time with patrick and the other people we we're with and so physically exhausting yes mentally so restful oh i felt so nice <laughs> all right so 
why is any of this important? Why is it important that we recognize play and rest and make sure it is a part of our schedule or our daily life? Mm -hmm. Probably mental health. I'm going to assume. <laughs> I think it does affect people's well-being, right? Mm -hmm. um, if you work all the time, you're not probably going to be the nicest person. Or you may not have reserves, right? Ooh, okay. So I, ha I, I have the speech for kids all the time. That's not a speech. It's if I'm presenting, like, a certain topic and, like, um, rest comes up and I talk to the kids, I, I say, why is it important to rest? Why? And like I let them answer, and most 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 time they get it, and it'll be something along the lines of, "Well, you need rest to function the next day. If you're mm -hmm. not going to fun function at your best or properly, if you're not getting the appropriate amount of rest." Yeah. Right. Um, and we know that we know that. So I don't have to tell them this, mm -hmm. but they know this, and like they're hearing from their peers, and they're agreeing and stuff. Um. And so we know, like, as adults, we know that rest is important and it helps us function. And I don't know about you, but for me, like, if I didn't get enough sleep, I may not be as thoughtful or considerate in my personal relationships. Yeah. I may not say the right thing or do the right thing. I might snap or be irritated, mm -hmm. right, which causes different problems. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... That is why rest is important for a lot of people, but people don't prioritize it mm -hmm. or whatever because they're too bu they're too busy being busy and making that like the importance. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, I think most people understand what rest is. Like they get it. Do they do it? Mm. <laughs> Questionable. Um, but like people understand what rest is and why it's good and blah 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 blah. I think in our topics today, what people don't take the time to do is play and enjoy right. themselves. Um, like, it's actually, it's very funny. Uh, this week, I'm just going to plug myself. I have a YouTube channel. <laughs> and this week, I'm doing a self-care week. <laughs> um, so it has been it's been okay it's only been like two days but like i had a spa day and i had to i get to relax and you know do some stuff and that was really nice to do um yeah so i just thought it like interesting that we are doing this i didn't plan that by the way right i was just right, like i'm gonna right. do self-care week and i was like oh yeah we're talking about this this week <laughs> right cool so how what are you noticing um as you're taking care of yourself and stuff um, like I said, it's only been two days, but the spa day was really nice. It was stuff that I've been too busy to do, but it's like basic self-care, you know, like I did, I gave myself a pedicure. I did my eyebrows, like stuff that like, shouldn't be considered like a restful spa day that I need to plan, but it was, <laughs> yeah. um, and I feel like a lot of people do that. They just get so, um caught up in stuff that they forget to enjoy themselves myself yeah. included <laughs> yeah. I, I i fall into the trap too mm -hmm. um i think it comes from the ideas of like if i'm not working i'm not valuable or if i'm not working hard enough i'm not valuable or i have to work hard enough to prove myself to prove my value and right? i definitely feel like that sometimes at work 
and I'm trying to rewrite those messages in my head. Mm-hmm. There was something I was reading the other day. I, it might have been a meme or whatever. But it's like you kill yourself to work so hard to have that status, that value. Like, you're a great worker. You support your company. You care about your company. And blah, 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 blah. And if you were to die, they would replace you. Yeah. Maybe not tomorrow or the next day, like, but you'll be replaced. And you put all that work in. Mm-hmm. For what? <laughs> so take your vacations. Yeah. You earn them. Mm-hmm. Take your take your days off when you're sick. You've earned them. So like that's like the message of the like the, the like the meme or thing was. I was like, wow. Like and like even like when I'm sick or whatever, I'm like, maybe I can still work a little bit. Maybe I can support the team just a little bit. Like, like, like tell them this or this, or they need to know this, you know, like, cause that's where my mind is. Or like even on vacation, like actually, you know, um, a few, for a few years now, I have really good boundaries about like shutting off. Mm-hmm. Like I'll work through lunch. I'm not going to lie. Like, don't, please don't tell my supervisor. <laughs> but, like, sometimes I'll work through lunch. Like, I'll eat and work, 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 work. But, like, when the day is over and I shut my computer and log off of my um, thing, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I, don't check, I don't check back in until the next day or morning. I've been very good about that. When the weekend comes, I'm done. <laughs> like, no. I will check Monday mm-hmm. and wait till Monday. So I've developed these boundaries over time. Yeah. Um, but um, some of us adults, I know adults out there that work all the time. I'm like, oh my gosh, you're always working. But that's mm-hmm. the value, right? Mm-hmm. So um, it's important. This is important because it fosters joy. When we play, we are joyful. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps us be more creative and more innovative. And we talked about creativity and we talked mm-hmm. about like where it comes from and stuff. It comes from play, people. It's like it's like a cycle. Mm-hmm. Right? So like if you wanna be healthy, you need to rest. You need yeah. to work. You need to eat. Right? Like there's all these things that go into being healthy. Um you, you need to be creative. If you're shutting down or numbing that part of you, then you're not really embracing all the health or wealth mm-hmm. in your life. So so this is not a new idea. This is definitely a Brene Brown idea. She has presented on this topic. And we'll be doing some more of her topics as well. But according to her, mm-hmm. the main barrier to adults, especially in North America, um, being able to rest and play is the status symbol, right? I'm exhausted. It's the mm-hmm. status symbol. And productivity productivity is the value. Mm-hmm. And it becomes part of our symbol of self-worth. Yeah. And that's really where we need to unpack that. Mm-hmm. And not have it weigh so much on our self-worth. Yeah. I think we kind of covered a little bit of that when we spoke to John about values and belief. Um, we kind of touched on the idea of seeing value within yourself, seeing your value within others just by being. Um, And I do like that. Like, um, there's a lot of people out there that think they don't matter because they don't have a good paying job or whatever, or um, like a certain 
career aspect or a certain family aspect that they deem successful. But, um, yeah, I think people need to remember that just by them being alive, here, breathing, you're valuable. You have value and, you know, that's not going to um, be affected just by your career. Yeah. Like, I couldn't say that any better myself. That is beautiful. Like, because you're breathing, you're valuable. You don't know who you're going to meet, when you're going to meet them, and how you're going to impact or change their lives. Mm -hmm. Therefore, you are valuable. Maybe you'll do it on a daily. Maybe you won't, but that's okay. But maybe you'll reach that one person that no one else can reach. That means you, if you're listening to this, you have purpose. Okay, so I'm going to get off my, like, <laughs> passionate, like, I love people. And this is why I love people. His thing, pulpit. But, <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah. Um, something I did want to add. Uh, you ahead. said something about how it shapes our brain, fosters joy, creativity, and it's good for our health. Um, eh, I guess I was kind of keeping this silent, but, like, anyone who knows me already knows. My mom is dealing with dementia. Um mm. And I think she is a great example of why it's super, super important to take the time not to just rest, but to also play. Um, you know, our family hasn't had it very easy. <laughs> and so she hustled, dude. She hustled she to take care of everyone. And I respect that, like, immensely. Um, but she never took the time for herself to do that. And unfortunately, now that her dementia is starting to, like, progress, um, we notice that she's not as happy. Um, and, you know, we try and, like, do stuff for her. Like, we'll try and take her somewhere. We'll try and do an activity for her. But in reality, she has little to no hobbies. She never really took the time to develop anything that she enjoyed doing. Um... And it really, you can tell that it's taking a toll on her uh, mental health, especially in, like, a declined cognitive state. Um, and, you know, we did a little research on this when she first started developing dementia. And um, a lot of people similarly that were, like, I guess you would call them, like, workaholics or hustlers or whatever kind of experience the same symptoms when they get diagnosed with Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, so it's not just like, oh, well, you need to rest. You need to take care of yourself. Like, no, you really need to um, because it's going to affect you in the long run. And I'm seeing it firsthand. <laughs> so I actually, within the last few years of her uh, diagnosis, I've tried to make more time to like figure out the things that I thoroughly enjoy doing and I actually do them now. I take time to like go paint or go on hikes and stuff just because I understand now like um, that it's very important in the long run. I just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> oh, Leah, thanks for being open and vulnerable. I know like you and I have talked privately about things in your family and I haven't mm -hmm. really talked to anyone else about it because yeah but now the world knows and um even more important like there's a reason behind being playful and mm -hmm. engaging in rest you know? yeah it's a lot more important than people think <laughs> than I had thought previously too <laughs> 
All right, so if I'm an adult who is struggling developing a habit of being playful or resting, what are some of the things I could do to implement these practices in my life? Mm-hmm. Uh, first, figure out what you like to do. Absolutely. Um, for someone like me, um, I have a million different hobbies, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many. It's overwhelming. <laughs> Why don't you give us a few, like maybe three to five? Um, okay, so I do like video games. Um, like I said, I'm a marathon gamer, though, so those are dangerous. Um, I like painting. I like sewing. I like cross-stitch. <laughs> That's something people don't expect from me, but I love cross-stitch. So much fun. Um, I love movies, obviously. I went into film. Uh, digital art has been my life the past like five or six years now uh singing <laughs> uh stuff like that so i enjoy all of those like thoroughly and unfortunately i don't have time to do all of them so um i do try to pick a few like right now my thing is painting like i'm like itching to go paint something <laughs> Um, but yeah, find out what you enjoy doing, even if it's like, I don't know. I can't think of anything. Like some people are embarrassed that they like to read. Like if you like to read, reading is great. Yeah. (laughs) If you like to draw, but you're not very good at it, do it anyway. Yeah, do it anyways. Don't compare yourself to other people, Mm -hmm. right? If that's something you enjoy, it's not like... Look how great of an artist I am. Be like, no, I enjoy this. And it's okay for me to do this. I enjoy, mm-hmm. I don't enjoy this. But what if you enjoy candle making? Yeah. Like, do it. I think I would enjoy it, but like, I don't engage in it often. Or like baking or cooking. Those are that, actually that's a little like... da- That could be a little dangerous depending on <laughs> the kind of person you are. But if it's not dangerous for you and it's going to keep you like motivated and healthy, definitely engage in that. Bake for other people. Take yeah. it to work. <laughs> well again like rules too like we can't really like i don't think I, like at my job we're not allowed to like make things for people oh, we have to like i didn't know that. my yeah. job you can okay, <laughs> yeah you can bring it you have to just put like handmade and stuff like that <laughs> but um yeah i think the first step would be finding out what you like to do and if you don't know what you like to do try some stuff <laughs> yeah um And some of the things you can try, like if you're really struggling, like coming up with a list of things to do, is taking a personality test, right? Mm -hmm. Which we're going to talk about at some point. Yeah, I think in a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, so um, do that. Like discover your interests, Mm -hmm. right? Um, An interest inventory even, or that could help too. Yeah. Um, But come up with a couple things you do and then try them and then try to rotate them. So some of the things I like to do is I like to sing. I like to write music. I like to um, create content. I enjoy coloring. I enjoy playing video games. I enjoy playing magic. Um, I enjoy board games. Oh, my gosh. Anytime I can play a board game. Yeah, I like board games, too. <laughs> you know, um, so f- figure out what you enjoy and do mm-hmm. it, you know? Um, I think also one that's super useful, and we used to do this in college, but, like, have a night where that's all you do. Like, some people are so busy that 
just the idea of having to schedule time to enjoy something is just like irritating. And stressful. Um, yeah, but if you have like a like a set night that you do that, like a game night, or this is my cooking night, or this is like Wednesday night wine night, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Like yeah. that is you do it every day. I mean, not every day, every week. It's scheduled. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to like pre-plan it. You plan around it instead. You know, right. I I do miss that. I. I need to get back on that with my friends. <laughs> my adopted mom, she had, she used to have a, like a wine Friday night. It kind of like fell out. And you know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's going to happen. It's going to yeah. fall off or fall out. But like try to get something going. I've mm-hmm. only been playing magic with my friends for seven, eight. No, probably like almost three months now. Mm. You know, um, and something new. And hopefully it doesn't fall out. Hopefully we all stay healthy in the pandemic, take our precautions and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's something that we very much enjoy and plan to engage in every week. Yeah. So so I think that's a good start. Find out what you like to do and schedule a time. Keep it consistent. Yes. All right. So for rest... All I have to say about that is schedule time. Like, I know, like, like, okay, so for me, like, my goal to be in bed is between the hours of 8 and 11. I I do not go past 11. Like, if I'm getting too close, I'm like, it's 11. My brain's like, it's 11, it's 11, it's 11. You got to go. You got to go. You got to go. And it's important because, especially since I've been working out recently, like, if I don't get in bed after 11... I'm not going to be able to probably get up early to mm. go to my workout. Yeah. So it's so important that I do it between those times. Yeah. I would suggest later times, if you're less strict with yourself, I mean, earlier times, like don't have such a gap mm-hmm. for myself, like being in grad school and stuff, I give myself a large gap yeah. sometimes just because I might have other things to do. Yeah. And in terms of bedtime, I do mine a little bit different. Um, I have a time for me to lie down. I don't have to go to sleep. But I got to get myself in bed. (laughs) And usually I will fall asleep. And then I also have rules like um, I have little uh, puzzle games that I play on my phone. Helps me just like wind down for the day. Um, But I am not by any means allowed to go on social media. So Mm. like I can play on my phone. I can write notes, check my calendar, check my email, blah, blah, blah. But no social media. And usually I'll fall asleep, like, decently fast. I have trouble falling asleep anyway. But, like, so instead of having, like, a oh, you need to be asleep between 8 and 11, it's me, like, okay, by, I think mine's, like, 11.50. <laughs> it's, like, I got to lay down by 11.50. I can do what I want in bed, but lay down by 11.50, and usually that, that works for me. So okay. you kind of have to just, like, find what works for you. <laughs> Yes. Another thing that works for me is audiobooks. I will have Alexa play at a low volume, maybe like two or three, but like I'm listening to the book as I'm falling asleep and I'm just listening, listening, and then I swear it's like not even a minute. <laughs> like, I'm waking up the next morning like, I wonder what happened in the book. Because <laughs> I don't have a hard time falling asleep, but yeah. um, that's something that I like to do. Um, if I am having a little bit of a harder time falling asleep, which happens sometimes, I get more of the audiobook. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been able to um, fall asleep to movies. Mm. Not everyone can do that. My goddaughter cannot do that. <laughs> like, I had a sleepover one time thinking, like, oh, we're going to put on a movie. We're going to go to sleep. 
I kept waking up to check on her just because, like, I guess that's what parents do. Yeah. She watched that whole movie. <laughs> like, holy crap. So she is not one that will yeah. fall asleep watching a movie. Exactly. <laughs> that's a bad idea for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think rest outside of sleep. Like, so, like, sleep is one thing. But, like, rest outside is... um finding some time to unwind yeah so for me that's related to sleep so like that's like my little puzzle game in the evening um so that's how like i unwind and unpack i know for my mom and for patrick's parents their version of unwinding is watching a show before bed um so just time for your body to like release everything from the day or at least try um, before falling asleep or I mean just in general <laughs> after work <laughs> doesn't matter in the morning before work whatever <laughs> all right with all of that said I think it's time to take a break yeah let's take our own advice let's take a break <laughs> let's rest like for a second yes <laughs> <laughs> Reddit is. I've heard of it, and I know you've been very interested in doing something on it. Yes. So Reddit is a forum-type platform, and there are different sections in it, I guess you would say, um, and they all have different topics. And one of my favorite, favorite uh, subreddits, they're called, is called Am I the Asshole? Oh. <laughs> And so people will post uh, a story about, usually it's about themselves. Sometimes they post it for other people, um, either asking if the situation, uh, the situation, if they're the asshole, would they be the asshole if they did something? Or is the other person the asshole in the situation? And so today I thought we would read one and see what we think. All right. They're the a-hole or not? Yeah, exactly. All right. So, there is a post that was posted actually nine hours ago, so it's fairly new, by romance underscore lover 444, and they say, Ah. I, 24 female, so they're 24-year-old female, used to be close to my sister, 27, when we were young kids. We went to high school, we gradually grew apart, she went to college in another state, and we did stay in touch. I graduated from college and landed a wonderful job. I've been dating my girlfriend, 25, since last year. Nice. She recently got a job and we have been talking about moving in together soon. I've been looking for a townhouse and found one close to work. Pretty good. I put an offer through and it was accepted. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not due to move in until the end of September. The townhouse is two floors with two bedrooms and two bathrooms. I let my girlfriend tour the townhouse and she loved it. Girlfriend and I have talked about payments and she is more than happy to split the bills. Sounds great. (laughs) Yeah, sounds really good. My sister and her new boyfriend, new boyfriend, uh uh-oh, came back due to both of them losing their jobs. Oh. I treated them to lunch and let them know I was planning on moving into the townhouse. They are currently living with the boyfriend's brother at his apartment. They asked if they could live in the second bedroom, and I told them that it would be used for guests. 
Her boyfriend is a huge smoker, and I don't like the idea of the place smelling like smoke. After telling them no, they got argumentative, and my sister told me to not contact her unless I changed my mind. It's not... It's been a few days since I've heard from her, and I'm starting to feel like a huge asshole for not wanting them to move in. Am I the asshole for not wanting my sister and her boyfriend to move in? I don't think so. I agree. I mean, I understand as a sister, but like, new boyfriend. Yeah. You know, like, maybe she can, like, maybe the sister can move in. I mean, I don't know them, but like, as a sibling, (laughs) I, of course, would give priority to my siblings, but I, yeah, I don't know if I would want a pretty much stranger, I'm assuming, Right. To move into my house, especially if they do stuff that I don't like, like smoking. You know, like, honestly, I wouldn't want any of my siblings, uh, you know, boyfriends, girlfriends to move in for less. <laughs> because, like, I don't want to... I've lived with couples before. Uh, <laughs> having to listen to them argue. Annoying. <laughs> right. Um, I would almost tell her not to even let her sister move in just because of the manipulation that, that is too. happening, yeah. right? So, like, if she allowed her sister to move in, I'm pretty sure she would find a way to get her boyfriend to move in. And so then she's in the situation that she didn't want in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really disappointed that the 20-year-old seven sister, the older sister, mm-hmm. would be like, don't talk to me unless you change your mind. Like, what is that? And then she also said that they grew apart when they moved. So, I don't know. Like, hmm. I think you and your partner are excited about this new transition in your life. Mm -hmm. That you guys should totally engage in this and enjoy this moment. And I don't think she should be feeling like an asshole for saying no because it's not going to be a good situation for her and her partner. True. You know? And plus, um, like, when you're in a good relationship and, you know, obviously they're in a good relationship that they're willing to, like, move in with each other and take on these bill payments together and whatnot, I'd want to be by myself, too. Like, you're growing your own relationship and, like, I don't... I personally, when I move out, I don't want roommates. Like, I might have to get them because I live in a high-cost living area. But I don't want roommates. I just want to spend time with myself, with Patrick, get to know him more, even though it's been, like, 10 years. Um, Get to know myself more. Like, when was the last time I lived on my own? I don't know. (laughs) So I get it, girl. You're not the asshole. No. You're fine. I think you're fine. Yeah. I think, yeah. And then the other question is, like, why do they want to move from the brother's house? Like, wh- like what's going on there that they need to move? They're, they're not homeless. So, like, it would be one thing if they were homeless and they need a place to go. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I think, yeah. But they're not homeless. They have a place to live. Mm-hmm. So what's going on there? And are they going to bring all that baggage with them? That's something to consider. And then... The other thing is they don't have jobs. I was just going to say, I was like, they don't have jobs. Like, realistically, like, I'm sorry. Like, even if I wanted you to move in, I can't provide for you. 
Especially because now I have to pay for this townhouse. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah. I vote not the asshole. Yeah, sister's same. being a real butt. <laughs> yeah, your sister's being not kind. She's being and, a butt. <laughs> yeah, and just saying don't talk to me unless you change your mind. I would never, ever, ever tell any of my siblings that. So, that's not okay. And you need to stand up for yourself, be assertive, and be like, this is not okay, and I'm not going to accept this from you, and we don't have to talk if you don't want to talk, because I'm not going to force you to talk, but I'm available. I'm letting you know, like, this is all on you, because you're, this is the path that you're choosing. It's not going to be on me. Exactly. This topic has been a pretty good topic. I uh-huh. hope... People who are struggling with play and rest will tune in, get some ideas, um, and start living better lives. Exactly. Yo, Lamont, that just reminded me. We should have a steady game night. We'll talk after we record. That might be kind of fun. That might be fun. Yeah. Maybe like every other month. I mean, like not every other month. Like every, every other, other month. <laughs> like every ma- other week, maybe yeah. once a month or once a week. Yeah, 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 like yeah. Of course. Some, of we'll course. figure it out. We'll yeah. Out. All right. Cool. But yeah. Um. So if you're listening or watching, just remember, take the time to relax, find a hobby, do something. It's a lot better for your well-being than you might think it is. Oh, and let us know some of the things you do to have fun. Yeah. Let us know some of the things you do to relax. Mm-hmm. Um, we would totally be into that. Yes, please give me some ideas. I'm so busy. <laughs> yeah, your ideas might help us or other people. Exactly. Um, anything else you wanted to add? Nope, I'm good. All right. Uh, oh, oh, get our stickers. Yes. If you would like stickers, you can find them on our Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> All, right. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. And thanks watching. for watching. Bye. Today's life lesson is taking time to remind yourself what is amazing about you. Often in our lives, we get so busy. We're impacted by all our thoughts, all the things we have scheduled. It's so important to take the time to think about what makes you amazing. It can be a second, it could be 10 minutes. Just make sure, like once a day if you can, to recognize what is amazing about you. And that is today's Life Lesson. This has been the Lamont and Leia podcast. Created by Lamont Damon and Leia Nakaahiki. This episode's topic was brought to you by me, Lamont Damon. This episode was edited by the beautiful and talented Leia Nakaahiki. <laughs> our music is from Ingenue. Let us know what you thought of our show or give us some topic suggestions by messaging us on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. YouTube? Did you know we have a channel where you can watch all of our episodes? 
A link to our channel can be found in the show description. Thank you again and always for listening. Thank you that your ears work.